0: God, man,
1: give me my Oh no! Our table is broken. And they were moving. The
0: more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. Have
1: you ever... I'm Dylan Gott, and welcome to John and Dylan Online, a show where two comedians do half-assed research into internet history. History, <laughs> joining <laughs> by ah, us you, you fucking idiot! Fuck you, history. No, that's in- fucking slang for history. Joining me, that right there is my co-host John Hastings, and he'll be telling you a bit about our subject today. That's right, John
0: Hastings is here. Uh, that's history on the streets, history in the sheets. And let me tell you what day – I don't care what day you're listening to this podcast, because guess what day today is, Dylan? Today's Friday. (laughs) It is fucking Friday, my friend. Yes, fucking – mark it on the fucking calendar. It is time for – the song is back stuck in my head. It hasn't been stuck in my head for two days. It's back stuck in my head. It was in my head for five full days of just Friday, Friday, Friday. And I don't know the lyrics to any songs, so all I can just sing in my head is "Friday, Friday." And that I is the look- brilliance
1: of the song is just say it over and over again. Remember things. At the very
0: least, we you will remember. them. I'm going to say this very much is uh, Rebecca Black has definitely much like Monica Lewinsky has Ooh. really like walked through the fire that is like public humuli- humiliation and has come out the other side as just you're like. Well, this might be like, why isn't this person just in charge? She just seems grounded and balanced, except for her most recent record and uh, some of her Facebook, um, some of her social media posts can be a bit too risque for me. Uh, but besides oh, yeah, that. She has
1: fucking, uh, it's weird where you're like, I haven't paid attention to Rebecca Black in over a decade. And then you wake up and now she's obviously 25 and she's literally selling a fucking nudie plating card deck of herself and wild has a new album it's like this is the this is the thing about the first time I met Rebecca Black I you'd say became acquainted Matt, with Rebecca you'd say, Black
0: you'd say you met Rebecca Black you say you met I her say but, I met her internet met her
1: I was 26 and she was uh no I would have been like 25 she was 13 and now she's 25 I'm 37 and I would never look at photos of her because in my head that's a fucking 13 year old
0: that's absolutely John, correct. John, however,
1: I'm, has been awaiting for this
0: day. <laughs> I wouldn't say awaiting. Like I was, I like it was. John like had I a bunch
1: would... of countdowns.
0: Hey, hey, hey! I <laughs> like the Olsen again. Twins, Where are those all, Olsen for, Twins? For, oh oh like countdowns
1: to the Olsen Twins are eighteen. The, I, I don't
0: like care I gotta, what any, I gotta eat. My I, computer. <laughs> I don't care what anyone fucking says. Mm-hmm. The two thousands are were so crap like it was so insane that whole decade was literally just 9 11 everyone being like you'll pretty soon those fucking babies from the full house will be the age where we're allowed (laughs) to fuck them (laughs) We will then be allowed to fuck. This is and this cannot be for the fucking
1: Olsen twins to turn 18.
0: Oh, 9-11 is really sad. Back
1: to the Olsen twins.
0: Yeah, I was talking actually, though. Maybe it's so fucking crazy. The fucking 2000s were Mm -hmm. is America literally was like, yo, we want to go to Iraq and kill this guy. And everyone was like, you can't though. And they're like. But check this out. And then they just did that. Uh, Dylan, and someone who
1: should have been uh, had Blackwater hired to eliminate them is everyone who posted on the Internet in 2011.
0: 11 is correct. Because let me tell you what happened is a uh, woman in Irvine, California, the only place I've seen a QAnon flag in real life. Um uh, wanted to have a singing career, as many people do in show business. Her uh, parents are veterinarians, therefore are literal billionaires. And uh, so they are able to just basically uh, pay uh, for their daughter's sort of activity after school to be pursue a professional music career.
1: Yeah, and that's one what of Rebecca
0: her, Black did. Yeah, one of one her, one her hobbies of her
1: got a video done by these guys at arc music factory. So she then had the same thing, but she's like pretty middle class and the child yeah. of divorce, which is a, co- which is a pretty good divorce move where it's like, Oh yeah, well I got Rebecca a fucking music. Oh studio, yeah. Motherfucker.
0: I guarantee it's, I was kind. It's, I guarantee this was brought up in a divorce hearing. Um, I think that we need to check on custody. Kirsten made it so that 400,000 people called our daughter a cunt on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this well, is the thing. Just had to lock
1: yourself inside and well here's the other thing about it is that the thing I find really interesting about it is they pay 4 grand for this music video.
0: Rebecca wants to be a singer and can I Yeah. Can I pause you right there? Now, here is something that I always assumed about this story and was propagated and kind of part of the negative reaction that we're about to talk about was that it was not that, um, it was described to me as this rich kid's dad for her birthday paid for her to become a yeah. famous pop star. And but it was the mom. It was like this, but it was literally all the opposite. It was like it was the mom, it was just like a music video as a fucking lark. And it wasn't for a music career. It was just like, it's a fucking, I don't know, she's a 14-year-old in 2011. She doesn't want a fucking pony. I just want this kid to talk to me for one fucking second. Yeah, you can have a music
1: <laughs> video. <laughs> she, wanted to be, uh, she wanted to be in music. Her mom, who is middle class, was like, I'll fucking get you a... And then she basically was like, heard of can I heard her I about it. Where Obviously, Rebecca still did the video and stuff, but... Then the interviewer goes, like, was there financial stress in the family? And Rebecca's like, oh, yes.
0: (laughs) My mom basically was like, I'll buy it for you. Oh, no. Yeah, this is the most middle class story ever. I come from a middle class suburban background as well. Dylan comes from another version of the suburban middle class background, which is like. The weird only in Southern Ontario. I lived in a city that exists because of the city of Toronto. And I lived in a suburb of Ottawa. And I love the idea because this is only in a middle-class household. Do you get the, you get a pony. Wait, I got to pay to feed this fucking thing. You get a pony for six weeks and mostly it's just consequences.
1: (laughs) Yeah. $4,000. They get all the residuals back to that. Here's the very interesting thing I think is this is a weirdly transformative thing for the music industry because the $4,000 they get all the residuals as far as like sales from an album which is what everyone thinks and there's nothing about it's posted to the Arc Music Factory YouTube page so the Arc Music Factory gets all of those YouTube residuals which are literally the only way this thing fucking makes money they sue it gets taken off of our music factory and put onto Rebecca Black's own YouTube channel, and basically Rebecca Black gets this weird thing where after everything goes viral and people are abusing them, abusing her, which we'll get into more. So she becomes a YouTuber full time because the whole thing becomes her story of how she's thirteen. She didn't even. This is the other thing. She didn't write the song. I always thought yeah, she wrote the song. So did I. I didn't realize Dude, this 40 year old man wrote a song in fucking 20 minutes. And then my favorite thing is he rapped on the song. It's okay, song to be about love. Also me, a guy who's twice your dad's age. <laughs> I'm going to rap on it. It's,
0: <laughs> no, but the best part is this, this is how he describes writing the song. I was, uh, I was at home. I was having a glass of wine. I was writing songs. I looked up. I realized I've been writing songs for longer than I thought because Thursday had turned into Friday and then I thought Friday is the day before Saturday, and that'll be the weekend. That's fun. I'll write a song about that. And yeah. then he basically just wrote that sentence as close to music as possible. And then very crucially, and this cannot be undersold, insisted that he rapped near a 13-year-old. Excuse this me. Is, I love this. Excuse me. Yeah, you can, have, you can have the lyrics to my Stairway to Heaven Friday, but only if I insert myself, much like Sylvester Stallone in Rocky... I must rap in this, or you do not <laughs> have it. You do not have a deal to give me four thousand dollars. That's the other thing. Is bear in mind he is being paid four thousand dollars to rap in a child song. That's the other thing that's very crucial to this. No, he he organized everything, and part of it was I'll rap too. I hate. To, I love I, that. I li- I live in Southern California and this story is so much more believable when you live in Southern California because Southern California is, for some reason, it's a place where that uncle or cousin of yours that always is like, let me tell you what idea I'm going to get off the ground, food truck that actually gives you a massage. <laughs> Southern yeah, California. It's never a new
1: idea. It's a combination of two ideas at the same time that are just true. But
0: don't put those together, though. It's a comedy. It, anything to do with a comedy club, it'll be a spin on it. Oh, that's always a fucking doozy. Oh, it's a comedy buddy. club, Someone who's but it's all of glass gangling. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. Figured, I figured out Gameplay.
1: Yeah, crypto really brought that out in people, too. I this one out, actually. <laughs> No, but like me, a guy you've on, only man. known as the guy who stuck a banana in his butt when, when it was in a freezer for 10 bucks. I figured Gameplay.
0: Hey, man, I want you to know something about me. I am a guy that you once saw snort uh, MDMA, look up with a nosebleed and go, this is either really good MDMA or we just got sold speed. You have not figured out the financial markets. Stop emailing me about crypto.
1: This man did not tell me anything about crypto, but I will take I I take parenting advice from this man and um, he uh, beat his dad's friend. We we were 20 years old. He beat his dad's friend in poker. He's actually a pretty good poker player. Beat his dad's friend in poker and his dad's friend didn't have the money. Think about how shitty a friend, a father's friend this is too. Didn't have the money, so he's like, hey, here's some hash. (laughs) He gave the guy some hash and since it was his dad's friend, he was just like, "All right," Gave him the hash. We tried to smoke the hash one time. We were like, I don't think that's hash. and It was black licorice. He was smoking. He was smoking black licorice of a bong for like a long
0: time. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm
1: like, how do I raise my son? (laughs) $4,000. All the YouTube uh, money. Patrice Wilson, who we'll talk a bit about later. Um, Honestly, Patrice Wilson is. Almost so so much more fun to talk about because I'm gonna get to show you a YouTube video that will maybe be scar you. But before this, Rebecca Black, let's talk a bit about 2011 and how we were both fucking loser hipsters in
0: 2011. Oh yeah, we were. We Things were living being in ironically funny. Oh, towards... this was the high watermark. Yes. Okay, I'm so happy we're gonna talk about this. I'm also glad that we of oh, or that'll probably be edited out. Um, snip snip. If this is the high water mark no edits of, baby well fuck it uh, much like crack.com which was great in 2011 and sort of an island of sanity this was the height of hoodies eye rolling things like this is one of the, looking back some of the cringiest stand-up comedy is literally some fuck in a button-up shirt being like cassette tapes were what we had in the 90s though and like ah! like fucking it so Dunk, but it was also really fun. There were a lot of uh, bikes and everyone had jean cutoffs and we all smoked and it was fucking cool. Everyone fucking smoked. Oh, my God. we People used to talk about how no one smoked then. No one smokes now. Back then, everyone smoked. Every, back then, everyone on this podcast had a real issue with how many c- cigarettes they were smoking. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> back then people uh this podcast and we weren't one of those fucking losers who asked people for a specific brand buddy you could just say something was a cigarette and we'd smoke it including Blacklick.
0: exactly correct rock on yeah exactly great you're looking at people a hundred percent of this podcast smoke cigarettes before they drank water every day in 2011 oh yeah wake up smoke immediately why do i feel bad you're dumb
1: um (laughs) but the idea of finding a youtube video that was ironically funny and then what people liked more than anything especially in our friend circle was our rich kid trying and failing and good lord did rebecca black look like a rich kid trying and failing
0: this is the thing is it literally was 2011 was also we we were either about to because this is spring of 2011 sure i think yeah friday like when it's it's on tosh i think it's february that's 2011. When it pops
1: off on Tosh.0, oh, which is insane. That like, I never I liked... was going
0: Yeah. So I was gonna build the Tosh .0, oh, but two... so February we're building to Occupy Wall Street is in the fall of this year. Which does not ever really get That's talked about That's how Friday ends, by the way. It's Occupy Wall. Occupy Wall Street. Uh, it, people it see ends Friday,
1: her... they get pissed, they're fucking like, these rich aren't being taxed at them.
0: Yeah, it, mens- it ends at Ducati Park, uh, or whatever the fucking, Goudati? I don't remember that park was. Anyway, this was the high year of literally they bailed out all the banks at the 2008. Like, everyone was just so fucking pissed off. About anyone who had any sort of elitism, there was so much, just kind of like this motherfucker. And so, then this woman paid for her daughter to sing a song and inadvertently let everyone blow off some steam about the banks being bailed out. And they fucking torched this poor girl and they did it via the weird, like the weirdest show, which was it was America's Funniest Home Videos hosted by the best version like the funniest version of the comedy that Dane Cook was attempting to do that's what Tosh.0 was and it was like and it was Daniel Tosh who is the I love Daniel Tosh as a stand-up but it was not Daniel Tosh at his best for so long other times it had some really good years but uh moments I was just kind that of years. meaner
1: America's funniest home videos and then the idea that you would need to go to television for an aggregator of what is funny online is a idea that was literally only valid for like five years
0: yeah there's about a 10 i would give it 10 years yeah. and, the, and and tosh was the thing was the selling point was tosh and there's some this really really worked and i gotta tell you the friday segment really really worked because he was actually very good at portraying himself as being on the side of the people in the videos that they featured do you know what i'm saying okay and he really did that well with Rebecca Black for that video. Do you know what I mean? I think I'm not actually sure if she appeared on the show or not. For Comedy Central in Australia, has done a great job l- knocking down any sort of clips of Tosh.0. Couldn't even find it on Daily Motion, and you can find full movies on Daily Motion. <laughs> yeah, you sub- can find fucking OJ killing Nicole on yeah on Daily Motion. So I'm literally I mean, just going to say fucking- that if i've got this wrong but i did i did see a clip of her and him appearing together like in a redemptiony thing so i think like that was the one thing that that show did is it <laughs> he just doesn't people. care he's like yeah you got called a whore and people said they wanted to fuck
1: you with a knife anyway i yeah, need anyway. to i need to work at an improv so you gotta yeah.
0: speed this up i need according to a door guy john hastings once met um i always say to my opener if i don't have three babes in this green room by the time i'm off stage you're fired now i don't believe that about Dane <laughs> Tosh at all but i was told that by someone once
1: oh yeah like the have you heard the old john mayer uh rumor i feel like this is like the richard Gere gerbil in his butt thing but john Go mayer ahead. getting blown by this girl and then he goes i'm gonna come and then he just pissed her in her mouth and he went "Ha ha!" that's the rumor oh my god Whoever made that up either loves or hates John Mayer. It's a, <laughs> yeah.
0: Or, but or, loves, or I, ha- loves or hates piss. Uh,
1: really what you can say is it's the two, It's the internet's two favorite things. A pretty girl and hating on a pretty girl.
0: Um, Not only that. Oh, you're so right. Pretty girl. Let's hate on a pretty girl. But I think you also, we must stress the level of this fucking rich kid thinks she's going to um, oh, yeah. fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just make... get into the music industry. Yeah. And it's no, like. Not on it's our channel. Over
1: hatred for shit like the Backstreet Boys and, and the fresh, fresh hatred
0: for Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. This is the other thing. People also, fucking hated is- Justin Bieber. The other thing to remember about online culture in 2011 is everyone is starting to be as online as they are right now, but people aren't realizing how big it is. They're not realizing how many people are using it. They're not realizing the actual, like, 4chan and that sort of thing is a part of our culture and has been going back to five years before this, but it is not acknowledged in any way, basically until kind of Trump is elected outside of our generation our generation aware of things like 4chan but this is one of the events where you really see the weaponization of the internet that comes to really become a hallmark of a lot of bullshit moving forward but this was truly sort of a between tosh.0 and a couple of other things those are the inorganic moments but it was also just a grassroots let's all go be mean to a child and boy (laughs) howdy Dude, and my
1: favorite stuff about this, you know, actually, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back uh talking about the fallout of Rebecca Black's life almost being ruined. And
0: but from the ashes, rise a YouTube player with a, nu- a nudie deck of cards there after you go. the break. Hey, I assume you just blew your nose in the mouth of a stranger because you are cool. After you do that, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever medium you use to enjoy it, and then head on out and cough in the mouth of someone you know and say, that's kissing where I come from.
1: We're back from our super hot break.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm covered in all sorts of liquids. Cum, Windex, orange juice, and coffee. Mm-hmm.
1: Wake up, get sick, not orange Clean juice. Clean up. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right, guys. Welcome back to John and Dylan Online, the only podcast that does not fake laugh at our jokes. So you know when a joke's yeah, the funny. only one, the only fucking one. Dylan and I were just talking about that off mic, and I brought it on mic.
1: Yeah, check it, it out. End- Here's the new Dan Carlin episode. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just fake laughing. <laughs> There's nothing funny Before. about his long, his long talk about how feudalism ended in much death, but he goes. <laughs> yeah, they told me uh, to do
0: this. Now the thing I, I have two points about Dan Carlin before we return back to what we're talking about. Here's my first point: he doesn't know how to properly set the rhythm for his sentences, so when you're listening, it really puts you on edge. Mm-hmm. Secondly, let's fucking do some editing, Dan. Like he really hit it with the fucking Genghis Khan series, but sometimes it's like. And the inkwell was from H. G. Pennybacker's Inkwell and ink bottles, which is on the corner of Baker and Fifth. It used to be on the corner of Baker and Third. And it's just come on,
1: fucking! I want to see Dan up, Carlin man. when he does his seventeen-hour series on Rebecca Black and Justin Bieber and fuck someone else who got discovered on
0: YouTube, Dracula, the, the Gangnam anyway. Style guy, Psy, the Gangnam Style guy, Gang. Nineteen
1: Style. hours on Psy. Um
0: the thing with Gangnam style is it was a region of the Oh cinema. yeah
1: he'll talk about oh. how he'll probably talk about how what I said mm-hmm. is actually fucking for assholes cuz the Gangnam region is afflicted and he's a fucking prick upper class guy that'll be hilarious. Anyway, John <laughs> Patrice Wilson is the man Ooh. who founded Arc Music Factory. He Ow. is the son of nigerian immigrants they immigrated to a nordic country and i forget which one this happened in that would be very important information but you know what we're a synopsis podcast by two fucking bald comedians so
0: balding 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 say it say it balding that's true
1: i'm like yeah i'm like a guy who was 80 on grand theft auto haven't finished the game yet but i'm all i'm I'm almost there so
0: this is one of my favorite stories go for it go ahead no no oh i'll do my balding joke and then you go i'm at the level of balding i'm at that level in grand theft auto uh vice city uh where you kill the chef and get that that knife that's where i am with balding. Ooh, yeah, yeah you just started your journey the end of the beginning i like to say <laughs>
1: so patrice wilson's walking down the street his parents lived in a nordic country a guy he's one of the only black people in that nordic country another black guy walks up to him and just goes do you rap and patrice wilson says yes that's how he becomes a touring musician i fucking this is the thing he actually did rap he actually did he did more singing but he's like he did rap too i just love that story you're black do you rap
0: yes yeah, what I also like about these stories is I love, when speaking of pretentiousness, when people talk about show business, like, do you know what it is like to be in the arts? And I love when someone's like, can you do this thing? And he's like, I'll probably if I try. Yeah. And I just love where it's like, yeah, also, it's mostly just trying. That's what it is. Just try. If you try.
1: Oh, they. Uh, I forget who said this when I first
0: started, but it's like,
1: if anyone says, do you do this? Just go. Yes. Yeah. Just say yes, because that could be the only time you get that offer.
0: Yes. Yeah. and if you fail that sucks but you tried hey let me say this there was a uh, improvathon for the improv club that was in ottawa Ontario, Canada. and i wanted to i wanted to get my fucking ass in there right and uh i used to play piano as a kid and hadn't played it for 10 12 years at this point point. and they were like hey we need a second piano player for this thing can you play piano and i just went sure can sure fucking can and they didn't figure out that i couldn't play piano until 30 hours later
1: <laughs> when you were like i can play a piano and what you did was you put two pieces of bread with some cheese in the middle and you thought that piano would
0: cook that bread that's right what i did was i just went and uh, had a friend of mine who teaches piano teach me like eight chords and he's like do those in any order and it almost sounds like a song and i did that and then he showed <laughs> me charlie brown and one other thing and then i played piano for an improv a for 30 hours and that and that the last is not good not good wild stuff wild fucking stuff
1: good that you talked about improv because patrice wilson does the most improv thing i've ever heard of which is he tours in the nordic countries for a couple years and he uses that experience of touring musician quote unquote where did you tour a couple places a couple times he founds a record label and essentially does the improv teaching thing what uh, oh yeah he used to, yeah he fo- founds a label And get some rich people to give him money to make them music videos.
0: Not just, yeah, this is something that I know a few people that were in different versions of this racket around both America and the UK, which is, and it's very much a byproduct of... The housing bubble and the giant banking bubble that burst in 2008, which is you had a shitload of people in shitloads of suburban middle class places like Irvine, California, that are literally like, I make $8 million a year selling people subprime mortgages that will default. I am on a lot of amphetamines. I would like to spend four grand on making a rap video about my buddy, Jar Face. And that is there you go,
1: Jar Face. That improv that's, that's, fucking training. That's 30 hours of improv, right there. bitch. Th- 30 30 hours
0: of fu- uh, was I playing the piano right there? No, that's why that pause was there, because I was also doing a callback to the Dan Carlin impression.
1: There you go. Check this one double out. Double hey, callback.
0: We're on a beach. No, we're not. We're in space. Jarface. End of scene. Yeah. 30 hours of that shit. 30 hours of that shit. Also, guess what? We're on a beach in space. A double <laughs> improv. <band. laughs>
1: Who said oh, you fuck. can't have a beach in space, you fucking Paul. piece of shit, asshole? Call me. You fuck Rick. your dad. Call me Greg Brubes right now. Call me fucking Greg groups. Oh, yeah. That's what I remember. <laughs> we watched some improv in um, my high school improv team. <laughs> and uh, one lady just came into the scene, and my friend Mike laughed so hard because she just went, I have a jar of eggs and then nothing else. And she just stood there. That was all she said. She entered the scene, said everyone she had a jar of eggs. That was it. And then Mike, my friend Mike fucking lost his mind. It was great. <laughs> and, then, uh, uh, and then for the rest of uh, here's the something school that year, I we walked up to her and saying we had jar eggs. I look like I was bullied, and I was, but then I fucking I got my revenge on the people who didn't do it to me.
0: I, I did this. I did the same thing. I learned how to be funny in high school, and that was a real problem for the people that did not deserve it.
1: <laughs> that was that was. But <laughs> me and John are the cowards who joined political organizations. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't my... say I,
0: I got my own back eventually. And that they died in a drunk driving accident. And I was happy. Go ahead.
1: Arc music is one of the craziest stories because they start in like late 2010, February 10th, 2011 is when Friday by Rebecca Black releases. So they're immediately a huge success. Huge. They get sued by Rebecca Black's family. But once again, as we said, the YouTube residuals, this was like. When when this was first made, Rebecca Black was like, yeah, I mean, we're never going to make any money. And I yeah. think my favorite thing about how Patrice Wilson wrote Friday is, and you can see this, and there's like a really, Decoder Ring does a really good job of breaking down how the song is. It's It's almost good. And my favorite thing is, he wrote it in a night, and you can totally tell, because he has the beginnings of a song that is stupid and bad, But this is very important about Friday because we've all had friends, or at least I've had definitely had friends who are like, show me bad movies that are just completely unwatchable. It is a listenable song. It is easily digestible. The thing that makes it good is that he clearly wrote it in four hours because the original song he pitched her was about like having a boyfriend. And she was like, I don't want to do a song about fucking having a boyfriend. And he was like, what about one that's about how it's Friday? And he yeah, was like, he li- she said, okay. he is
0: he has admitted he wrote it because he realized it was almost Friday. Like there was no other intellectual. The most fuck I have something due tomorrow. Yeah, uh, it's
1: almost Friday. Here's the song about Friday. Friday. Friday, 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 getting down on Friday. Let's fucking
0: go. The song Friday is the equivalent of a cold McDonald's cheeseburger. Great, not yeah, like it's not like it's not doesn't look that great. Doesn't it's not actually that good for you. But you look at it and you're like, I'll give this a go. There's a lot of stuff that it's better than. That's true. There's a lot of stuff that Friday is better than. Friday is better than a lot of things I like. Like, Friday is a more universally enjoyable song than anything Black Sabbath has written. I love Black (laughs) Sabbath and they're the best. But more people will listen to Friday than will listen to Paranoid. Do you know what I'm saying? Paranoid I don't think so. I do. That's a dude you are not <laughs> nearly fucking ca- what i'm saying you want to see Steve, what has more views i'll see what has i do want right to see i want to see what has and more views and this is
1: complete complete paranoid by black sabbath
0: it was a, a bad song. metaphor more what i was trying to sort of say is that this is a song that just sort of oh like, you're backing down no you can't <laughs> i mean i am i i i you went to, I, 203
1: million views for paranoid by black sabbath and rebecca both- black has 154 million Which is still, that's close.
0: Yeah, that's a lot
1: closer than I... am sorry, $165 but... She's gaining. But...
0: She's gaining on the fucks.
1: Here's a very important thing about that. This is the Rebecca Black Friday video from her YouTube channel. Patrice Wilson, his video was on the Arc Music uh, channel, and that had to be taken down because of this lawsuit. So you could honestly... uh, more views but the other thing about the rebecca black thing that i think is very important and one of my favorite things about the friday thing is th- this is i i haven't heard this discussed friday as a song is just sounds like every other christian pop yeah. song so the christians were like great i see nothing wrong with this and uh they just made a bunch of songs about how great it is that it's sunday and they get to go to church
0: this is the other thing is if anything is clean and sounds yeah. like the thing that's popular wasn't about fucking it was just about how Friday is nice
1: wasn't even about not hating your job or your it was just I like Friday. That's the people whole fucking...
0: for, like listen people fucking forget like how fucking you don't you still don't swear in a lot of parts of America like it's fucking wild.
1: And this is the thing that's so interesting to me about Patrice Wilson is that he takes this they lose the lawsuit. He ends up having to give over the rights to Friday to Rebecca Black's family as how would you a, pivot off of this?
0: Let me just say before I even tell you how I would pivot off of which I would tell you. The idea of a record executive having to give royalties to an artist for the song they sung. Do you know how much that goes against everything the record industry stands for? He must he cried while shitting and throwing up on his shit. His tears touched his vomit, that was on his shit. Well, this is very important. This is Here's how I would have labeled. Go- This is here is how I would pivot. Of course, I would go into where all all scoundrels end up. Stand-up comedy. Uh, I wrote the Friday (laughs) Let me ask you something about the year 2011 from our perspective. Would it have been any weirder if the idea of one of those headliners turned us and went, the safety dance, I wrote that, you know? And you'd be like, yeah, I can see that you wrote the safety dance, and this is still where you ended up. I'm very surprised Patrice Wilson did not go into stand-up comedy. Go ahead, Dylan.
1: Treece Wilson, instead of doing what he inadvertently did, which was make a Christian rock single or a Christian pop single, he tries to re he tries to re uh, rekindle or re he finds tries to find another Rebecca Black. Come on, what he's trying to do
0: because she what would you say? The number
1: one thing about Rebecca Black that people liked was
0: the fact we could bully her.
1: Mm, That's that's interesting. You are wrong. Yeah. the most important think, no, thing about no, no, Rebecca Black say this. Was, that could... was, no. <laughs> that was that she was young. That was, oh was,
0: no. What that is, was the number one thing. Is... What, what, what,
1: what, what would you what would you do? What do you think? What, what would you add to Rebecca Black? What would you make that would make Rebecca Black better? Someone to protect her. No, make her younger.
0: No, oh, no, 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 <laughs> this no. This is no, Allison no.
1: Gold. Shush up. There we go.
0: She's breaking oh, out of the cops.
1: She's dressed like what a full fuck? prostitute. Oh, the cops. What the... This lady's what freaking f- hooking. This 11 <laughs> year old is hooking. Get in the
0: fucking yeah. cop car, you bitch. You yeah, what well, you can't see is these cops are weeping because they just had to put, they just had to arrest an 11 year old who's hooking. Also, none of those other. Wait, she's getting the electrical chair for sex work? This isn't, impo- this is not realistic. <laughs> no, this is, yeah. It's this, not. Expl- what is it? I didn't realize we were. This music video took place inside Dylan's America. Oh my god, is that Jake Gyllenhaal? Shit! I want you to know I cannot hear any of the music of this. I can only see it, and just the visual is a fucking nightmare.
1: Don't worry, the music is really good. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what Patrice Wilson is doing. Is uh is i mean you get it i don't want to end up on a watch list i assume if you watch this whole video you're on a list
0: yeah i assume this is oh boy let me just say this right now patrice wilson really strikes me as a guy that doesn't understand that like lightning lightning can strike twice but it won't strike twice if you do literally the same things just worse you know what i mean like he, well, he that is the, it. yeah. So there's so many people who have one hit wonders, and the reason they do
1: that is because they don't know how to um, follow up, or the thing that they did is just like a throwaway change up. Like Sugar Ray is a weird example of this. Sugar Ray's uh, Sugar, Sugar song, is a great Fly, example of this. Yeah. yeah. Their whole album was metal, and then they had one song that was for some reason reggae. That's the song that moms liked. Moms bought the whole CD. And then their next album was just easy rock. So they pivoted well.
0: But this guy, also, like, yeah. But wait, crucially, this is why Sugar Ray survived. What was their next album called? I Like to Fuck. It was called, it was gonna be called I Like to Fuck. Um, but it was called 1459. Like the whole thing about their second album was like, We were that weird run one-hit wonder. And and we're gonna like play into that. And then they had some earworm song on that second album that was an a- I fuck it. I get like I don't know what it is. It's about but having a it. van. I think it's about having yeah, it's about having a van and having a husband that just, you know what, sometimes he makes the casserole on Wednesdays.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just fucked you, suck the cum off my dick. That's what the song was called.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And moms loved it. They would just Let they'd me be like it. inside
1: of you, you're fixed, yeah. right?
0: That's the second yeah. single. Yeah. Spaff and me, don't worry, my husband doesn't check. That's
1: the... <laughs> yeah, that's if that a... So that video is very important because um, a- the H three H three podcast, which I've only heard about through like YouTube videos about how they suck now. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I completely Rebecca Black look- did an interview on there. Um, that I was going to listen to, but then it was three hours long and I was like, get
0: fucked. Um, I, uh, I would like you to know why I started listening to that. Here is a new thing I would like to say, and we're guilty of it as anyone, but just because podcasts now have a visual element does not mean that a full hour of every podcast needs to be a guy saying, um, while an unspoken, an unspeaking producer looks for a YouTube video. Like literally the H3 pod, I've tried to listen to a three pod. The amount of it is just that it's just this. Um. Uh, um uh like fuck just edit it down for an hour for the love of God. Go ahead, Dylan.
1: Not editing that either. Uh no, I not so he starts making fun of the video. Patrice Wilson finds out about it. I guess Patrice Wilson's having some mental health problems. <gasps> There's a website that's just a countdown to a live stream, and it's like just Patrice Wilson walking around this fucking graveyard filmed weird. And um, basically just starts threatening H3H3
0: with, like, harm and shit. I got to say this. Fame is a fascinating cup to drink from. And I find it always interesting when the periphery characters let someone else's success go to their head. Say whatever you want about the work that this guy did on the song Friday. And let's be honest, he wrote it. And he wrote a really successful pop song. Say whatever you want for what the fallout and everything else, he wrote a really successful pop song. Yeah. And I guarantee in he his head he never got the credit. And like, because this is so weird, you have to really, really sort of be in a really good place mentally to take that level of scrutiny, that level of like you're going through lawsuits, all of that sort of stuff, he may have like had a glimpse of a lot of money that he had to hand back. And that's a really fucking hard thing to go through.
1: Yeah. And uh, what do you say? Uh, it's a very interesting thing where it's like, I don't know, man, is he having a, is he having uh, mental problems where he's always there? Is it like, uh, this is the main thing about the internet, obviously, is that people seem very sure that either Patrice Wilson is the victim here or H3H3 are the victims here, but it's pretty Rebecca Black s- is the victim yeah and you can say Allison Gold is the real victim because she just got like yeah oh, this fucking she didn't get she didn't get the chance to make a YouTube channel
0: that yeah, is- she didn't get she didn't end up with the YouTube handle Allison she just got called a trollop by a bunch of people on Reddit I assume
1: he could have just made a fucking weird Christian video and gotten a bunch of he could have just pivoted to christian music but he did not
0: anyway but, but this is the thing with people like this is that they it's also that sort of thing of accepting that sometimes people really struggle with accepting what actually makes you popular do you know what i'm saying 100% and it's hard to be like i'm the laughing stock anyway that is I mean, patrice wilson
1: he's uh, i there's no updates really on what he is uh, if you want to look into what he's up to please let us know uh hopefully he's on meds or something Um, I know what H3, H3 is doing. They're still doing nine hour podcasts
0: and somehow grinding it out. So congratulations. I mean, H3, H3, I would say is more than grinding it out. They are, they're quite killing it. And I honestly can't figure it out.
1: Well, they're part of the new podcast thing where all you do is start rivalries with other podcasts
0: because you just have, that's your whole thing. Oh my God. Everything. Do you understand for someone who loved the Opie and Anthony show and like weird shock jock? asshole radio for years should love all these podcast wars but it feels like it's like it just feels like um it feels like they're all cover bands that's what it feels like all of those podcasts they just yeah. don't know how to do it right it's like you're not giving out their phone numbers and then being like you're not saying asinine things in a hockey jersey in a radio st- it's just weird that you're in like you're in a you're in a converted public storage unit Around a bunch of servers being like, bring me the head of Andrew Schultz. Like, what the fuck are we doing with all these podcasts? Can we well, just don't don't stop bullying any Brendan anymore. Schaub? He has CTE. He'll be dead soon. Just leave him alone.
1: You don't need to do that anymore. The me- thing I mentioned about Patrice uh, Wilson's creepy video was it they found out which graveyard it was in. They found everywhere that he... Like H three H three people just found that it wasn't they didn't were like hey let's find out where he is he they the red the subreddit for H three H three just found out where he was he didn't film it like this guy didn't film it like with any discernible way to figure out where he was either they just fucking found it out that's you don't need to dox people anymore you don't need to be like here's his phone number people are already figuring out the phone number as soon as you finish the man's last name so Rebecca Black to put a bow on this one well not even a bow. here's what happens with rebecca black video comes out everyone's like i want i want to fucking kill you people who never liked things that are so bad they're good start liking them everyone has to come to the fact to grips with the fact that they kind of like the song
0: yeah she goes on
1: talk shows and goes (laughs) the talk show hosts my favorite 2000s thing go um what was it like to be called a... I'm going to read these. Are these okay if I read them? No, oh, yeah. Not. Oh, okay. Dirty whore. Slut yeah. face. Push over bitch. Hit with let car. You, that was mine. Me,
0: uh, Rebecca, the I, I don't know how this person was able to leave an elaborate drawing of your whole family being set on fire as a YouTube mm-hmm. comment, but which one of these people would you like to see burn alive the most?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's it like to be pushed by a TV anchor? That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 bitch how yeah, does that
0: yeah, feel tired whore you look tired ask, all the time hey let me ask you this you 14 year old piece of shit what's it like to loan <laughs> me ten dollars and know you're never getting that back can i borrow ten dollars <laughs>
1: so that's that's rebecca black and she's like on all these shows and they just ask her like oh what's it like for your success and it's something that the mainstream media has never really dealt with is that something where oh, it's I... so bad it's good and they don't know how to
0: Yeah, it's a very, it's an interesting sort of thing of they're like, man, we don't know how to deal with someone that's kind of manipulating the internet um, to create a message that's just sort of frenzied people's anger and weaponized it. It'd be really horrible if someone figures out how to do this and then like runs for president. We're not going to worry about that. Anyway. Uh, The thing I want to say about Rebecca Black that was amazing was after six months of people really dunking on her, it just started getting played at Hipster Weird Dance Nights. I remember being at Dance Cave 2011, Dylan. Yo. uh, Yo, fucking hell. Let's go to Big Fat Burrito. Um, And they played Friday and people went fucking apesh. Yeah, of
1: course. It's like uh, Rick Astley. It's like any of those things that were ironic. It's like you can only listen to something, ironically, like a couple times before you just start liking.
0: I completely agree. I also realized we skipped one piece of admin pre-show that we're now going to have to do live on the air. Besides, that, I would like to say this. Rebecca Black, Thank you very nice. I think you have a great sense of yourself, especially after uh, everyone called you the C-word in 2011. Um, uh, if you'd ever like to come on the show, not invited. We don't have guests.
1: Yeah, fuck Weirdly,
0: you. I, yeah, fuck you. Uh you can talk to me on Friday. Friday. That's good stuff, uh, bitch. Thank yeah, I'm thank you. I am comments, baby. I am a bitch. You're a bitch. Oh, no, I was
1: calling Rebecca Black a
0: bitch. Oh, good. Yeah, perfect. Never yeah.
1: I'll never give it up, Rebecca.
0: Yeah. Uh Dylan, Dylan is an Allison Goldhead, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> I'm a golden boy and I'll die a golden. <laughs> <Yeah. boy.
0: laughs> We're golden boys here on the John and Dylan uh Go online podcast organization. Here Team at John Patrice. and Dylan. Yeah, we're team fucking. Well, I'm more team Allison than I'm team Patrice. I'm oh, okay. like, I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm in the Patrice Army, but I'm in the Patrice Reserve Army. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we forgot to discuss who we're gonna do next week, Dylan, and we'll tell the listeners now. Oh no! Well, we
1: have to re- mention this because of Rebecca Black's um, the timing of when Rebecca Black uh, became famous. In 2011, and the very, very smart um, decision to just basically pivot off of this and just, because people are so obsessed with how this 13-year-old is showing so much poise and dealing with grown people calling her a bitch and a cunt, is that she starts her own YouTube channel, and here's how early on she is, which you can totally tell because we are old. She has the username Rebecca
0: it is uh i'm really happy that you brought this point up and i'm I'm apologizing to everyone that i almost made it so it wouldn't be brought up but Mm. it is amazing that she does kind of pivot over into youtube and it also is this very interesting thing of because of the ages dylan and i were in 2011 i didn't know this the second chapter until we researched this podcast i assumed that she just cried a lot and now worked in like medical sales or something like fucking very Southern California. She works for a company that has a obscure name and you turn out means missiles. Um, She changed her name. Yeah. Something like that. And instead, yeah, she's basically like a, the weirdest, like the, one of those like IRL lifestyle influencers. She just goes around living a luxurious, interesting life with very well done. Quaffed hair.
1: (laughs) No, she does great. She's um, she has a new album out, as, as mentioned. She's selling a nudie playing
0: card thing. What is the name of that album? That album was very extremely like. I feel like that album was unnecessarily provocatively titled. It's uh, <laughs> checked out the size of my pussy by Rebecca. Yeah, it's Black. called it's called "Sex Is Piss." No, it's called
1: "Let Her Burn," which is not, which uh, wrong on that one.
0: That's that, but I mean, I just remember that being like, we get it, Rebecca. That's how I feel about Let Her Burn. Let Her Burn. burn.
1: Oh, Let Her Burn. Oh, you you were pissed off at how fucking Uh, Rebecca Black. I roll. I roll, I said. I will say this. I did not know Rebecca Black had a new album. And this is part of her media tour. Congratulations. Please welcome Rebecca Black's spirit. (laughs) All right. So uh,
0: next week, John, just think of something off the top of your head and we'll review it. Just to continue on this fun run. And we already mentioned it, ladies and gentlemen, next week. And I actually met this man. We will be. Oh, no, no. We already decided. Who
1: did we already remember decide? The, remember the fucking thing last week was uh, our uh, your Internet uh, had a little poopy doopy and yeah. uh, we couldn't. So next up is Tila Tequila.
0: <gasps> yes. Tila Tequila. Oh, my God, guys. Te- Ever- yeah. Very Tila Tequila. good. Tila Tequila has everything. We, we are going to talk about MySpace. She was the first MySpace star. Guys, from YouTube to MySpace, no longer do you write fuck off in the comments. You select your top eight friends, and then you tell them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you emotionally
1: abuse your friends. Very good, very important, because Rebecca Black is a story of how a young woman overcame people chugging on that haterade. That's Tila right. Sheila
0: was oh. broken by it. Mm and bro, uh, tequila tequila was both broken by it and then also manipulated it and then also maybe wasn't ever a really good person and let me put it this way with tequila tequila tequila, tequila ends kind of almost you couldn't predict it that is next week thank you guys so much for watching or
1: listening or kissing goodbye kissing. follow us on social meds i'm at dylan gott that is at the john hastings We are old, so much like Rebecca Black, we have those handles on every form of social media, whichever your favorite fucking thing is. And Mm. uh, eat our piss, drink our cum, goodbye.
0: I would like if you drank my cum and then ate my piss.
1: Sure.